In today's podcast, we're going to talk about the God of the unexpected. Welcome to the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast, brought to you by Restoring the Foundations International. Our desire is to equip you with biblical truth to empower you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. For more, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. Now, here's your podcast. Have you ever been called by God to do something? And in your mind, you thought that since God called you, then that means it was going to go smooth sailing all the way. You know, I can imagine that Paul might have had those thoughts also. Today's podcast is titled, The God of the Unexpected. Our very unusual scripture for today is Acts 20, verses 22 through 23. And now, behold, bound by the Spirit, I'm on my way to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit solemnly testifies to me in every city, saying that chains and afflictions await me. Can't wait to hear this one, can you? Today I'm going to be confronting an ungodly belief that I believe many in the American church have. I specifically see this ungodly belief in the Western church where we believe in the comfortable or painless Christianity. Much of the rest of the world, especially in the third world countries, do not have this belief in comfortable Christianity. That ungodly belief that we're confronting today is the belief that if God calls you to something, then it's supposed to be easy and smooth sailing. Surely, if God is with us in this place and he's called us, then it should be painless, right? I know that Cindy and I believe this until we hit a few situations that taught us something different. Our first experience with questioning this ungodly belief was when we were called by God to a church to be the associate pastors over education and youth. We knew beyond a doubt through several encounters with God that we were supposed to take this job and move our family to a city a long way from home. Three years later, we were fired, and it was up to that point the most painful experience of our lives. Did we miss God and make a mistake by taking this position? Absolutely not. God had a much bigger plan for us that took that painful experience to prepare us for. The second time we were confronted with this ungodly belief was in dealing with a staff member that we hired. This person was highly recommended by people we respected. We also sought prayer and discernment of other highly respected prayer warriors, and all of these things led us to make this hire. Well, it was a disaster. It turned out to be the one most painful experience of our lives. Did we miss God in hiring this person? I don't think so. I believe God had a much bigger plan for us that took this painful experience to prepare us for. As we prayed about making this hire and the pain that followed, we asked God, what did we do wrong that caused this situation? Is there something that we can learn to prevent something like this from happening again in the future? If there is, we'd really like to know. But you know what? God clearly said that this situation was not about us, but it was about what he was doing in this other person. He was using this situation in the other person's life. But as God always does, he also used this event in our lives at the same time. We have grown more from this one experience than from almost any other experience in our lives. So enough about our experiences. 
Let's ask the question, is it biblical to believe that when God calls you to something, that does not always mean it will be smooth, sailing, and painless in the process? In other words, that comfortable Christianity may not be a biblical truth? We're going to look at the story of Paul going to Rome in Acts chapters 20 through 27. Take some time when you get a chance and read uh, the scripture for yourself. Because the first thing we see in Acts 26 is that Paul is being sent to Rome to stand before Caesar because Paul is a Roman citizen. Paul knows that God is using the law of the day to send him to Rome, so that means it should be a smooth trip, right? We see that Paul has passed from one ship to another in order to arrive in Rome. In chapter 27, the ship Paul is on is in a terrible storm and is being torn apart by the winds and the waves. In the midst of this terrible storm, Paul takes time to hear from heaven. Then Paul says to the ship's crew, not to worry, because God has assured him he will stand before Caesar. In other words, God said, I will make it to Rome, so that means none of us are going to die. If I was Paul, I could have very easily believed that since God said we'd make it to Rome, then surely it's not going to be a difficult journey. God said I will stand before Caesar, so in my mind, that means... It'll be a smooth, painless journey. Well, let's read on. Not only did the storm continue, but the storm got worse. The ship was being thrown around by the storm so violently that the crew started to throw possessions and provisions overboard to lighten the load. It got so bad that they even cut loose the lifeboats in an attempt to lighten the load. In the midst of all the evidence to the contrary, Paul hears again from heaven and tells the crew that they need to eat so that they can sustain their strength because they're going to make it safely. What a great lesson for us. In the midst of the storm, with the boat he's sailing on literally being torn apart, Paul believed what God said to him about his circumstances rather than looking at the evidence before him. Wow, I don't know about you, but I'm personally challenged by this lesson over and over again. I know in my head that we can trust God no matter what our eyes see, but when the ships of life are being torn apart by the storms, I realize that I'm not as firm in my belief that God is going to take care of us. When the storms hit, I realize that what I think in my head and what I believe in my heart are two very different things. When we discover places of unbelief like this, it is both a good and a bad. It's good that the storms of life reveal what you actually believe. Many of us know things in our head, but when the storms of life come rolling in, we discover that we don't believe the things in our heart. Discovering that our heart-level belief is different than what we know in our head is a really good thing to show us by a very loving Father God. That's the good news. The bad news is that a discovery like this brings pain and shame. Shame wants us to take our struggle with unbelief and rub our nose in it and tell us how bad we are. It's shame that wants to condemn us, not our loving Heavenly Father. Father God is joyful when we discover anything that hinders our relationship with Him. He knew that unbelief was there, and He never rejected us because of it. He does not meet our unbelief with condemnation, but with His grace and His mercy. This kind of painful revelation about our unbelief is the Father's invitation to come closer in intimacy with Him. Now, Paul told the crew to eat and get stronger because he knew things were going to get rough. And they did get rough, very rough. The ship runs aground on a sandbar, 
and is destroyed by the vicious storm. As God has already told Paul, every crew member makes it safely to land on an island. So here again, you would think that God protected them and allowed them to get to safety on the island. Now things will go better, right? Now the smooth sailing begins. Well, in gathering the wood to make a fire to keep warm, Paul is bitten by a deadly viper. But instead of the viper bite being a bad thing, Paul shook the viper off into the fire and no further illness resulted. God used all of these events to open the hearts of the people who lived on that island to receive the gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul remained on the island for three months preaching and ministering. Then after three months on the island, Paul is finally taken to Rome. God promised him he would make it to Rome, and he did make it to Rome, and ministered there for two years. Was it smooth sailing and painless all the way? Heck no. We often think that God is mostly concerned with our destination. And yes, he is concerned with where he is taking us with the destination, but he is also just as concerned with the process of getting us to the destination. Both the destination and the process are vitally important to Father God. Christianity is not a list of rules to follow, but it's a relationship we enter into. And because it's a relationship, God is all about using the storms and shipwrecks of life to bring us into more intimacy with Him. The two most painful events I mentioned that Cindy and I have experienced have drawn us into a closer and more intimate walk with Father God. Did it happen right away? Again, heck no. It took time for us to deal with false beliefs that we had as a result of those painful events. It also took setting aside time to allow Jesus to come and heal our broken hearts. Ultimately, it took pressing into Father God and allowing Him to love on us as only He can. So what can we learn from Paul's journey in Acts? First, Paul recognized that life is a journey, not a destination. Paul's goal was to get to a destination, to get to Rome. But every part of Paul's journey could have been seen as a distraction and a delay to where he knew God was taking him. But instead of fighting against the delays, Paul used them to minister to those around him. Paul embraced the journey. Secondly, Paul experienced God every step of the way. This is one of the keys to breaking the myth of comfortable Christianity. When difficult things happen, we want to ask God why a good God would allow these bad things to happen. Eh, that might be the wrong question to ask. The better questions to ask Father God are, where are you in the midst of this struggle, and what do you want me to know? These questions will help us experience Hebrews 13.5, I will never leave you nor forsake you. When you look for him in the midst of your struggle, you will find that he's been right there with you all along. In the middle of painful situations, you will embrace intimacy with God in ways you never could in times of comfort. The third thing Paul experienced was that Paul believed what God said to him over and above his circumstances. The ship was being torn apart by the fierce storm, yet Paul knew that he was going to make it to Rome because God had told him he would. This is not easy to do, but it's a key to experience the abundant life Jesus came to give. There is a truth that is higher than your circumstances, and that truth will set you free. I want to end this podcast by saying something that might stretch some of you. In this entire story of Paul's travels to Rome, including the storms and the shipwrecks, I don't see anywhere in this story that Paul blamed the events that happened to him on Satan. 
Many of us in the charismatic church want to immediately go to spiritual warfare when things go badly in life. And I firmly believe in the need for spiritual warfare because we do have an enemy that wants to steal, kill, and destroy. But I don't believe that every negative thing that happens is due to an attack by the enemy. So how do you know when to fight and when to hang in there and grow from the circumstances? By asking Father God what he wants you to know in every situation. If he says fight, then fight to win. But if he says to just hang in there and stand against the circumstances, then stand. And if you don't know which one to do, do as Pastor Bill Johnson said, fight for a while, then stand for a while. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for all the unexpected things that you do in our life. And Lord, I ask you to open our eyes to see that you're constantly at work to draw us, each one of us, into more and more intimacy with you. That, Lord, it really is oftentimes the painful things that draw us into intimacy more than it is the calm and peaceful times. Those are wonderful, and I pray for them. I ask for them. I'll take everyone I can get. But, Father God, I also want to know you in the middle of the sufferings of life, to walk with you in such an intimate way that we can deal with anything that comes down our path. So, Father, thank you. Thank you that you're a good, good Father, that we can trust you, that when you say something, it's higher and more true than what we see with our eyes. Give us, Holy Spirit, give us, Father God, give us Jesus. Give us the ability to walk with you in such a way that we can overcome our circumstances, that they don't dictate what we're going to experience, but we experience what you came to give us. So, Lord, I bless each one that's that's listening to this podcast today. Bless them. Bless them, bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us on the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast today. We pray you are blessed and equipped with biblical truth, empowering you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. To learn more about the ministry of Restoring the Foundations International, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.